Welcome to the Be Light Podcast, where we discuss letting go of the mess, being the light God calls us to be, and not only being the light, but actually feeling light as we release it all and experience the unsurpassing joy of Jesus Christ. Thank you for joining us today, and we hope that you leave feeling encouraged and a little lighter. Hey everyone, I just want to get on here this morning and do a quick podcast over something God has been placing on my heart for years. He's been growing me through a process of things um, day to day, as I'm sure you understand as well. Um, My mom will not be joining us this morning, but she will be um, with us on the next podcast. So today I wanted to speak about change and transition. And I feel like every time I turn on the TV and watch anything on the news or turn on social media, there's always something new. (laughs) And you sit there and you think, how do I deal with this? How do I deal with this new change, this new rule, this new um, thing that's happened or this new protest or this new, you know, there's always something changing. And sometimes that can be really unsettling. And you sit there and think, okay, based on this, I now need to make new decisions for my family. I know a lot of you are considering even homeschooling um, this coming year, or you're in the throes of it right now, and it's something that you never even consider doing, Um, or some of you have job transitions, job loss, um, different things that have happened that have, you know, you've had to make those decisions on what to do, and it's, it's super unsettling in those moments, and you feel fear, and you feel doubt, because you don't know what lies ahead. So to just go backwards a little bit, whenever I was in elementary school, I was, you know, continually around the same kids, growing up with them through middle school, same kids. And I didn't realize this about myself at the time, but I had a real issue with fear of change. And my mom, who, as you know, is also an educator, she came up to me one day and she said, hey, Amber, I'm going to be transferring to this smaller school district. Do you want to go with me? And, you know, looking back at it now, I'm thinking, wow, that was pretty cool that she even asked. Um, But she gave me that option. And I said, no, um, absolutely not. Like, I'm not going to leave my friends my sophomore year of high school and go somewhere else, you know, with people I don't know. And then I stepped away from it. I spoke to one of my friends who had actually transferred to another school, um, to a smaller school, and she just raved about it. And, and, I, and it got me thinking a little bit, and it gave me that time to step back and pray about it. So I stepped back and I prayed about it, and I said, you know, God, is this what you want me to do? And somewhere inside, I was hoping, hoping that he was going to say, nope, <laughs> stay where you are, stay in your comfort zone. Um, but he didn't. And I said, okay, mom, you know, I'll go with you. And so I went from my school, I think we had like 3,000 kids and transferred over to the school that had, I think, six to 700 kids. It was a huge transition. And these kids had grown up together since like kindergarten, most of them, a lot of them. And so I go to the school and I felt alone. (laughs) I'm not going to lie. It was a very um, humbling experience. And I felt vulnerable. And that's what change does. Whenever you go through a season of change or transition, you feel vulnerable. You feel like you don't know what's next. You're you're now exposed. And that's how I felt. I felt exposed. And I remember one night coming home and sitting in the kitchen with my mom and just crying. (laughs) 
I was like, I just want a friend. <laughs> and, and she was like, Amber, you need to get your heart right. You need to go to your room, shut the door, get out your journal and pray and just tell God how you feel and seek him just to know him. And then everything else will fall into place. And so I sat back there for a while and I prayed and I wrote in my journal and I just felt this peace come over me. Like I just knew that God's hand was in it and that it was going to be okay. And because I stepped out in faith, he was already there. He was already present at that school. He was already present in that situation. So I came back out into the kitchen. I sat down with my mom and I was like, I feel better. Like nothing had changed. Like the circumstances hadn't changed, but my heart had changed because God was working in it. And I had stepped out and allowed him to do that. And so it's just part of that surrendering process. Whenever you feel that doubt and fear, it's just surrendering to him and letting him work in your heart. And so about five minutes later, now this doesn't typically happen. <laughs> Every time I like go to God or surrender things, it's not like always an instant um, answer like this. But about five minutes later, my phone rings and it's one of my friends that I just met um, asking me to go to the movies that night. And I was like, no way. <laughs> this is like a direct answer to prayer. Um, so she, uh, they came and picked me up. We went to the movies, hung out. And the really cool thing is to this day, we're still best friends. And God has just allowed us to walk through the journey of high school and college and motherhood together. We both have three kids and we're doing this homeschooling journey together. And it's just really cool. I mean, God knew that before I even transferred there. Not to mention that I also met Adam <laughs> at that school too. Um, so it's just really cool. Whenever you step out in faith, like God's already there and he's already working out so many different things that you don't even see whenever you're in it. So then fast forward later in high school, and <laughs> I was definitely made uh, abundantly aware of the fact that I hated being alone. Like um, if there was a basketball game or a football game, I could not imagine going there by myself. Talk about insecurity. <laughs> I was like, oh, people are going to look at me and be like, oh, you know, Amber's alone. Like no one cared about that. But in my head, that's what it was. And it was just insecurity. And so that just carried on um, to the end of my senior year into college to where we're, you know, we're applying for colleges. And I'm thinking, I don't care where I go as long as I just go with my friends. Like, I don't care. And so that's what I did. I just followed my friends to um, a, the college that they wanted to go to. And we had a great time. <laughs> Probably did not learn a thing that first year. But we had a great time. And I remember um, during that time, though, God was really stirring in my heart. Like, this is not where you should be. This is not where I've called you to be. Um, you need to seek out other options. And so I started applying for schools and I uh, was accepted to Baylor and went to Baylor, which was another huge thing because I was going by myself. And I was scared. Like, this was not something that was within my comfort zone at all. Um, so I went and, you know, I picked somebody in an, in an ad to room with, which was scary because previously I'd roomed with my best friend. And, and so went and did that and just started seeking out different organizations, praying about different things along the way. And what I realized in those moments was God was already here. He was already there. He's in our past. He's in our present. He's in our future. There's no beginning or end. And so I was like, Okay. And as I took those steps of faith through the change and through the transition, I could feel his peace. But God calls us to take steps of faith 
Throughout scripture, you see so many times where Jesus and his disciples heal people, but there's also a call to action. He doesn't just snap his fingers and say, you're healed. He wants these people to have faith. He wants them to take a step of faith. You know, we see in Acts, whenever Peter and John see the lame man, and Peter looks at him and he says, I don't have any silver or gold, but I do have something to give you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And it says that Peter takes him by his right hand and he raises him up. But the man has to be willing to do that. He has to rise and walk. He has to make that step. And it said he'd been crippled since birth. So that's all he'd ever known. It's not like he had walked before and here he was and it was something he could remember. This was foreign to him. And to take that step of faith and be like, okay, I'm going to get up and walk, took faith. And then it says immediately his feet and ankles were given strength. He leaped up, stood, and began to walk. He went with Peter and John into the temple. He was walking, leaping, and praising God. So that took a step of faith. And one of my favorite verses is Hebrews 11.1, where it says, Now faith is being sure of what we hope for and certain of what we do not see. So while you're in that circumstance and you're feeling that doubt and that fear, it's not that you won't feel it, but it's being certain of what God can do. It's being certain of what God is bringing you to and walking in it in faith. So then fast forward to now, um, within the last 10 years, and, you know, Adam and I are living in Texas. We have our two little girls. We live 20 minutes pretty much in every direction of most of our family. And we had considered moving, but we really meant like 20 minutes away. And one day Adam comes home and he's like, hey, Amber, um, my boss was talking about moving um, to Tennessee and he's interested in taking me with him and he's like what do you think and I was like I don't think I don't think anything about this because you know both you and I agree that we will never leave Texas and uh, you know (laughs) whenever you make those declarations and say I will never do this is usually the time that God's like well we'll see (laughs) and so you know even though I felt that you know, adamantly against moving, there was something in my heart that was like, you know, Amber, you should be open to this, like, give it a second. And even my mom was like that. And you know, my mom and I are really close. And she was even like that. So it was really odd. (laughs) I was like, okay, so maybe we need to pray about this. And so we did. And we prayed for open doors and closed doors. And both of those things happened. And it was so clear that we needed to move to Tennessee. And so through a lot of tears, because emotionally, things sometimes don't feel right during transition and change. Like your feelings can play so many tricks on your mind. You feel one way, you know, when you wake up one morning and then at night you feel a little differently about it. The next morning you feel differently and then you talk to somebody and everything changes. And it's so inconsistent. But what we were basing our decision on was our prayers and what God was leading us to do. So even though our feelings were in flux, God wasn't. And so we made that decision. We packed up the car. I cried probably for the first (laughs) several miles. Um, And we made it to Tennessee. And within the first few weeks, I just saw, I I mean, I wrote it down, like just so many different things that God was like, here I am, here I am again, different conversations, different people I would talk to that knew someone else that I knew. It's just these little um, somebody had once called him, and I, you've probably heard of it, um, God winks. And that's how I felt about it. I was like, oh, there's God again. It's just little things. They felt insignificant on the outside, but they like touched my heart. And just, it was like God was sh- saying, I'm already here. I'm already here in Tennessee. Long before you even thought about moving, I've been here. 
And so, you know, I just felt his providence in that. There were so many blessings in Tennessee, so much growth for our family. We met some of the most amazing people, and the relationships that were, were built were just amazing. I just, it was such a true blessing that I would have missed out on if we hadn't stepped out in faith. So then, towards the end of our time in Tennessee, I uh, became pregnant with our third little girl. And <laughs> toward the end of that pregnancy, Adam was like, hey, my boss is considering moving to Ohio. Um, you know, he's interested in uh, hiring me there. What do you think about that? And I felt differently about it this time. Like I was sad. I felt like that grief of the change coming. But I knew like, hey, I've seen God now many times through all these changes and transitions. And it's okay. Like, how exciting. Like, what does God have in store for us now? And even though I cried, like, I mean, the tears are real, guys. Like, you feel the emotions. But there's also an excitement to the opportunity that God lays ahead of you whenever you are um, just open to his will above your own. So I was like, okay, let's go check it out. So Adam had an interview towards the end of my pregnancy. And then about four weeks after after I delivered uh, my third little girl, we packed it up and drove to Ohio. And <laughs> I will say that I've, n- I've never been to Ohio before at that point. And it was gray and rainy and very cold. (laughs) And let's keep in mind also that I'm like four weeks postpartum. So mentally, I wasn't like super refreshed, I will say. And we drove in and I was like, oh my goodness, like, what are we doing? (laughs) Like, I love Tennessee and um, we're going to move here and I don't know anybody again. And it looks kind of dead right now Um, because it was, it was winter and it was cold and rainy. So Um, but you know, still in that, like, I was like, nope, I cannot let my feelings dictate our decisions. Like, I know this is where God is leading us. So we have to keep, you know, keep going. And so, you know, it reminds me of the verse that talks about, um, it's Proverbs 16, nine, where it says in their hearts, humans plan their course, but the Lord establishes their steps. And that is so true. Like, it's okay to make plans and to have things in your heart, but you can't hold on so tightly with a death grip that you're not willing to let it go when everything's change. You have to let, you know, have a loose grip on it. So whenever this happened, I was like, okay, yeah, we had plans and we had just built a house. Um, we had the girls enrolled in different things. Like we had different ideas, but God had a bigger plan. And so we moved to Ohio and it's been wonderful it's been absolutely wonderful. And from the beginning, just like in Tennessee, God has shown us he was already here and he is sovereign over it all. And and I don't say that lightly because change and fear is something that um, I think is a struggle for, you know, a lot of people um, when different things and transitions happen and you feel that doubt and fear. Um, but I don't say it lightly because it is it's a struggle for me. It's always been something that's lingering. It's just it just hangs out. And it's something that I've had to turn over several times to God. And, and I know I will continue to do so. But with every time, I just feel so much growth and I can see him so well in it. And it's such a blessing um, to be able to walk through it. And you get it. You start getting excited because you're like, okay, God, what's next? Like, I know that I will go through some turmoil a little bit emotionally, but what's next? What do you have in store? And it's just amazing to see um, what God can do whenever you're open to his will. 
So guys, I hope this encourages you a little bit. I know that there's so many different things going on right now. You may be in the midst of a crisis or just a decision you're trying to make. And let me just encourage you to um, just really try to release it. Um, Release that burden that you often put on yourself. You know, sometimes we try to put so many things on ourselves. I know that I've talked to people and I also felt this way when it came to even homeschooling, I think well, like, how's that going to be for them long term? Am I going to be, you know, good enough? Can I do this well enough? Is this going to ruin them when they're adults, you know, and, and I put so much weight on myself, like I was God, (laughs) like, I'm not responsible for every single thing that happens in my children's life. But I can take moment to moment day by day, relying on God, and he will direct my path as I'm directing theirs. So I hope that this just encourages you. And I am praying for each of you throughout this week. Thanks, guys. Have a good week and be light.